Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We got the billboards. Getting stupid and feeling proud. We're going to make a lot of noise. Turn the music loud. Johnny O'Mara. Hands up for them real ones. Them good girls and them billboards. Hands up for them real ones. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bill Buds Podcast. I, of course, am your host, JPC. With me, as always, my co-host with, god damn, just the very most host that you can have, Johnny O'Mara. Johnny, how's it going? It's great. How, how are you? Dude, I'm doing well, but here's the thing, Johnny. I have been craving, since our last up, since our last episode, I have been craving another Johnny Eurovision slash Americovision. What's it called? American Song American Contest. American Song Contest. Update. And I know people are waiting with bated breath. They're mm-hmm. they're on pins and needles. They're uh, chalkboard scratching. Uh, no, that's nothing. Johnny, what's going on with this contest? I'll tell you what. I have no idea because <laughs> I knew the it was last. Coming. I knew it was as coming, we were recording, still, still tickled me. As the record happens, sure. Uh, the last Monday when the American Song Contest aired, I was busy because I was seeing Mr. Dolly Fryer in concert. That's right. Uh, Iceland's own yeah. Eurovision entrant from the past two Eurovision song contests. So he did win Song Vakempen twice. Uh, and he and his band. Um, is, is he not in it this year, though? He uh, Probably not, right? No, because he's touring. No. Johnny, do you know... Wait, so who's in? Who's who's Iceland doing Eurovision for Iceland this year? It's not this year. I... I actually don't know if we know. I don't know if if Song Vakempen, I think that's how you say their local Eurovision. I don't know if that's happened yet. I, okay. I actually for for Eurovision, I like to. I usually don't keep up with it until the final because I like to be surprised for the final because they do I the gotcha. same songs. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's 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 better to see it in the final. I, that makes total sense to me. It also probably hurts their ratings because I imagine a lot of people are like you who kind of want to kind of get it all as it's, you know, the best of the crop presented. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Johnny, I'm getting ahead of myself. How was Dottie Fryer? How was how was the fucking concert? Dude, it was so much fun. That was the first concert I've been to since, uh, I mean, I don't think I saw any concerts in 2020 before, Yeah, you know, in January, February. Uh, so the first concert I've been to since 2019. Wow. It was, it was a great time. And, I mean, you and I upcoming, I mean, uh, probably, yeah, I think like a week or two. No, wait. When this we've episode already, comes out. When this episode already, comes out, we've already seen it. Wow. We've already been to another concert, the two of us. Wow. So look at us going to concerts together. By the time this comes out, I'll have been to two more concerts. Damn, Johnny. You, yeah, I, you, really, you really shot your wad there. This Tuesday, as the, as the crow flies, I'm seeing Girl Talk. Um are you are you familiar? I, I, I am familiar with Girl Talk. I'm just I got a little I'm a little stunned because I'm like we're never gonna get to your story about your experience with the, at the Donnie Fryer concert because we're gonna <laughs> keep talking about other concerts. Uh, and then we're seeing Nectar. You and I are seeing Nectar together. We are, we are seeing Nectar together. Yeah, and that will be and fun. Next week's gonna be a little a little wild because I'm also between seeing Girl Talk and Nectar. Jessica and I are seeing Six, which is kind of another concert, honestly. Yeah. Wow, you got a, um, you, got a, you have just a, a stacked social calendar, Johnny. Yeah, so if you're wondering when you're listening to this, yes, I do have the novel coronavirus. <laughs> of course, of course, you must, you must. Well, we'll we uh, yeah, we won't know, but uh, but you will. I mean, 
You'll know. You'll know. I'll tell you, if you're using those uh, Joe Biden tests to figure out if you do have the novel, novel coronavirus, you'll never know. You'll just mm-hmm. never know. They don't. No. They don't do anything. I had a cold in December. I probably have it. <laughs> I took a lot of tests and they all came back negative, but they also don't work. So they just yeah, they don't. They, not for not for the Omicron, I guess, because they it's like it, it's already got like a lower count to it anyway, because it's a milder version and the tests only catch it at a certain level. So I've I've also heard that the tests like those uh, rapid tests only really work after you've had it, like when you're at your highest, whatever peak amount of whatever, sure. then they're like, yeah, now it'll say positive. And it's like, great. Well, I've already had it for a fucking week. They only <sighs> work on cadavers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, Johnny, the concert at Lincoln Hall, it was very good. You had a lot of fun. It, it was fantastic. it was fantastic. He was he was great. He was he was very funny too. Which That's you, cool. you love the good the good banter. And it was just him and one other person um, who is not a member of the band that he brought to Eurovision because that's a fake band. Yeah. And um, oh wait, was it the guy? Was it the guy who did that song that I hate? What's the song that I hate, Johnny from Eurovision? Uh, uh, Hard Rock Hallelujah. <laughs> no, yeah, he was a giant demon with it was it was Dolly Fire and then a giant demon with big wings. <laughs> no, that's the guy from Lordy. No, what's the other guy who played the violin and did like the fairy tale song, dude? It's so funny that you mentioned that. When we were in Florida, in like, uh, whatever, March, Yeah, our niece, she was like, have you guys heard this song? She played Fairy Tale. No. And, and we were like, where the fuck did you hear this? Apparently, it's she saw it on TikTok. She was oh, like, I love God. this song. She's like obsessed with the song. And we were like, hey, here's, here's 400 other insane European songs. And now she's like, she's like, I have to come up in May and watch Eurovision <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> uh, good. Get them while they're young. Poison their brains. Really destroy them, Johnny. That's what they do over in Europe. That's true. Look That's at how they, they turned out. And they have, they've all turned out fine. Europe, classically doing fine. Johnny, <laughs> we can't spend all of our time here talking about Europe. No. Because we have to talk about... I think New Jersey is where she's yeah. from, or maybe New York. It's somewhere on the East Coast. It's I, definitely somewhere on the East Coast. I think she's from New Jersey. Could be New Jersey. Well, you have to talk about the pride of New Jersey. We assume that she's from New Jersey. And that is Lady Gaga uh, and her fifth studio album, Joanne, which is the subject matter of today's episode. Johnny, this is wild. We, we are starting out with an artist's fifth studio album. So I got to ask... What is your experience with, I don't know, since we've never talked about her on the show, Lady Gaga, and then, to a certain extent, the album Joanne? I love Lady Gaga. She's great. I yeah. think she has a ton of fantastic songs. And she's oh, yeah. been around forever. So, oh, 07, I think? 07, 08. Was her 08. First album? Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's about the same age as us, which is fun. Yeah, I think three years older than us. Yeah. A guy that I a guy that I did comedy sports with in Indianapolis uh, claimed to have gone on a date with Stephanie Germanata when uh, he was living in New York City. So, well, 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 yeah. I I love this album. I won't sp- spoil my opinion too much yet. Sure. Uh, but we we actually I saw her concert. Oh yeah. When she was touring for this album. Oh, that's interesting. So that would be was that twenty seven? Twenty seventeen. Yeah. I believe, yeah, because this album came out in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it came out in like the end at the very end of twenty sixteen. Uh, October, I think. October. So it was before the election. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 
but I'll, I'll tell you, that concert, I was extremely disappointed. I, I'm trying to think about a Lady Gaga concert, and this does not seem – this album does not seem like the type of – this is would not be what I would want my Lady Gaga concert experience to be. She she sense. played a bunch of the other okay, stuff. Good. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you the the thing that was really frustrating. She had a lot of wardrobe changes, which makes sense. Sure, it's Lady Gaga. But whenever they would happen, the band would just like vamp, and it wasn't oh. very interesting. Oh yeah. I've also seen Weird Al, who has a lot of wardrobe changes, but he's able to keep the energy up. And I feel like yeah. every time she left, the energy went way down. Yeah, and that's interesting. She also, you know, artists will have, like, in-between song banter. The banter. Mm-hmm. But her banter was, like, she would just, like, kind of talk song lyrics. So she'd be like... Hey, were you ever in a bad romance? And then she'd just like start playing the song. It was really bizarre. Um, Interesting. Still love her music, but I don't know that I would see her again. I, I think of her as like a performer, and it's right. Like, and yeah, it just it feel that feels odd to me. The, and when she was performing the songs, it was great, but the in between was weird. Maybe everybody has a has bad. Mo- also, from what I know about researching this album. I'm not sure if if uh, this was maybe no this album I feel like was a little more popular, but she went through kind of a hard time after her what is it third studio album or fourth studio album art pop the art pop album. Mm. Um, it got that one was pretty critics were pretty divided on that one, and I think her fans were pretty divided on her. And I feel like she had was not. She even said that she was not in a good mental place after that one. So maybe any tour that took place after that could have been some residual side effects of being in kind of a bad place. Sure, could be. That art pop is uh, Jessica's favorite Lady Gaga album. Oh, interesting. That she she also likes Chromatica. Those are her two favorites. I, Lady Gaga. I feel the you know a very similar way. I love Lady Gaga. I think she's such a fucking interesting person. She's got such a great voice, and she has such a cool like presence in music. I mean, yeah. I remember some of those early Lady Gaga videos just like blowing me away and being like, "Holy shit, she's a force." I I loved the the absolute weirdness of like early Lady Gaga. I mean, because it was like so presentational and so showy and so over the top and just like, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it just it really spoke to me. The, that first Lady Gaga album um, or, or was it Fame Monster? Was Fame Monster the second one? The Fame was first, then the Fame Monster. Fame Monster. I'm both of those albums. I loved. They were so big to me. But. I, I fell off on Lady Gaga and not because I was like, oh, I don't like Lady Gaga, just because I don't even think I was like listening. It just wasn't on sure, my radar sure. at the time. And so Art Pop, uh, the album that she did with like Tony Bennett, which I think was before this one and this one, completely off my Lady Gaga oh, wow. radar. This was the first time that I'd ever heard Joanne. And I noticed when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, I've heard some of these songs before, of course. But this was the first time I've ever sat down to listen to Joanne. That's That's so fun. For me, for you. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this album also came out at, like, the end of 2016, right? It, which is, it, I, there was a, at least a month there where I was, like, not interested in culture at all, you know, at the end of 2016. Oh, why? What was going on? Uh, just some personal stuff <laughs> in my life. But, you know, so it's, like, it's just weird because, yeah. like, it's 
there's a lot of times when an album will come out and be like, I have no idea why that album just missed my radar. But this album, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have absolutely every idea why I never listened to this album because I wasn't interested in listening to music at that time. This I listened to a lot uh, riding my bike to work. Oh, that makes sense. That's a, that's yeah. This is a cool bike to work you know, type of album. But yeah. I, I got to say, you know, this album aside, not knowing it aside, huge Lady Gaga fan, love Lady Gaga, love the love the Star is Born, loved the Shallows, Shallows, I believe. That's like still her number one song on Spotify. I hated A Star is Born. <laughs> hated it, hated it. Just let me get one more look at you. No. Oh my God. No. Great film. Absolutely. Any movie where Bradley Cooper isn't a raccoon, I'm not interested. <laughs> If Bradley Cooper isn't a raccoon or taking a pill to make him a genius, I don't want to see the movie. I love The Star is Born. I love Lady Gaga as an actor. Uh, Father, Son, I've, and House of Gucci. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Won't see me it. Me neither. I, House of Gucci feels, it honestly, I haven't seen it. Maybe we do a double feature House of Gucci Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I can't stand Jared Leto. Fuck him. I, I don't even think I'm interested Shit, in watching... Shit, that's a Jared Leto double feature. I don't think I'm interested <laughs> in watching any Jared Leto. Uh, but yeah, maybe we do it. Maybe we have to do it. Um, but I do love Lady Gaga as an actor. I love how short she is. She's like 5'2", and I just think that that's like... She's got such tall person energy that she when does. you see her and she's very small, I'm like, this is so fun. Because I in my mind, she's like 5'11". Oh, easy. And she, <laughs> I feel like she's also the kind of person who... Would wear, you know, crazy tall shoes. Oh, yeah. But if she was wearing the shoes, you'd, you imagine a 5'11 person wearing those shoes. You're like, <laughs> you're like seven feet tall. <laughs> okay. Well, we have to talk about this album. Like I said, this album came out uh, October 21st, 2016. It is 11 tracks, 39 minutes and five seconds. If you're listening on Spotify, that is the deluxe version. It has three, I believe, extra tracks on it, mm-hmm. uh, which we, we may talk about, but we won't cover. We're only covering the original 11 tracks today. Uh, Joanne Johnny hit number one. Um, on the Billboard Top 100 and spent 49 weeks on the chart. So pretty impressive uh, performance for Joanne. Yeah. Shall we get into this bad boy? Let's do it. Let's do it. So um, if you are not familiar with uh, Joanne, I feel like the the look that Lady Gaga is going for here is this like pink cowboy hat that's her on the cover. And I believe Joanne was... Uh, is her name. Her name is like Stephanie, her middle name. Angelina, Joanne, Germanata, or so- something like that. Exactly correct. So, got a lot of Italian names in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was named after her great, her, her aunt, her, her brother's sister, who died before she was even born. Um, and she has her, you know, her middle name is her, her was her aunt's name. Uh, and so she said that her aunt is one of the most important people in her life. Um, Because her aunt was also kind of like an artist, but she never met her. So this album is a little bit in conversation with her her deceased aunt. Yeah, which is interesting. Her aunt died like 10 years before she was born. Yeah. But it it seemed like she and also her death sort of cast this shadow over the family almost. She she also mentioned that like – her it was her aunt's death obviously really affected her father, and then her father raised her, so she got a lot of that. Like mm-hmm. even though she never met her aunt, that energy was kind of transferred on her. And she said her father was like always very protective, and you know obviously 
going through a loss that kind of puts you in that position. So there, there, even though she never met her aunt or interacted with her directly, interacting with the rest of her family who interacted with her aunt was kind of passed on to her, which is which is interesting. So this this album is in conversation with that. This is also I've read that um, this album was like helped her kind of center herself after art pop was so kind of critically divided and s- doing a thing that she wanted to do that was important to her. And hmm. like, and, and, you know, so I think she even got a new management team as well. So this was a really like a refocusing project for her and her, her fifth studio album. So let's listen to it. Let's listen to track one. Uh, this is uh, the very beginning of the album. This is a song called diamond heart. is a little bit of Diamond Heart. Uh, okay, I can say it. Gaga's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> From 2016, <laughs> six years ago. <laughs> yeah, this song whips ass. It's a great start to the album. Yep. Um, the, I, the chorus is out of control. You know, it's 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 funny because, like I said, I, I never listened to this album. And th- this song, I don't even think I had heard. I don't think that Diamond mm. Heart was one that I had heard. But, you know, it's got, I love that driving bass drum. It's such a good, like, energy kickoff to this album. And when I, I found myself when I was listening to this, I have not listened to Lady Gaga in a long time, Johnny. I was like, oh, man, I miss her voice. She yeah. has such a great fucking distinct voice. And I love her. I love the way that she has, like, the way that she says the word on, but she puts, like, an A with six W's before it. And it's like, oh, you know. I, God, I, I fucking, I love the way that she, like, um, draws out those those syllables on those ah sounds. Fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's it's definitely like a, a theater kid got, like, pop oh. music voice lessons. Yes, for it's sure. very good. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, she's I, a ham, a total fucking ham, just hamming mm-hmm. up every line. I really love the line, uh, I'll just keep go-go in. Yeah. I guess. That's super fun, because I guess she was a go-go dancer, she which I didn't dancer, know. yeah. But I, I think that it just sounds so cool, the way she says it. Yeah, I mean, this, this song is very cool, because we're immediately drawing on some very personal mm-hmm. stuff for Lady Gaga, which some of my favorite Gaga songs are just fucking, like, dance club hit songs that are not super personal. And I love to see that other side of her. I, I love that that's the energy she's bringing to this album. Um, This also, I'll be honest, one of the first time I heard Diamond Heart, I was like, Diamond Heart? I thought it was kind of corny. I was like, eh, I don't know that I'm into this. I listened to this album, I you know, for the show a bunch of times, having never listened to it before and loving Lady Gaga, this one grew on me. It was definitely a song that the first time I heard it, I kind of thought it was a little corny. 
But the more I listened to it, I was like, no, this is just a good Lady Gaga song. I agree. And the the whole album is, or a lot of the album is kind of this like Lady Gaga version of like country almost. Yeah. it's. I mean, she, it's eclectic. There's a lot going on mm-hmm. in this album and uh, country is part of it, you know, and, aesthetically. And that, this song feels like that, you know, like, well, uh, you know, I'm a young wild American. I might be a little rough tumble, but I got a yeah. diamond heart, you know, like, uh, also did you, I, I don't know if you noticed, or at least I'm sure you did. Uh, the whole album was produced by Mark Ronson, I saw which that. is very fun. And then this song and one other song was, um, written and produced by, uh, Josh Hom from Queens of the Stone Age. There's also a guy named Blood Pop who uh, produced this song as well and produced some other songs on this album. That's a great name. Yeah, that's a a great name. Um, That's a genre of music that I would be very interested in. Yeah, Mark Ronson, I think this was her first collaboration with Mark Ronson, but he had, I mean, she she collabs with a lot of people on this album too that that I Mm -hmm. took note of, but uh, with only one exception, she's the only one singing. So uh, yes. in all in all of those collaborations, um, this also this album this starts with in verse one this song. By the way, I love when she sings "Young Wild American" because mm-hmm. it's got country lyrics, but it kind of doesn't even have country sound for a lot of this album, which I yeah. is very cool. Um, but th- she also talks about like she says in in this line, um, so tr- a trigger for you know sexual assault. But she says some asshole broke me in, wrecked all my innocence. I'll just keep go going, and this dance is on you. So it's like she's she's kind of putting herself out there in a way that I'm like I was not familiar with Lady Gaga putting herself out there in this. Yeah, way, where I was like, oh, you're you're talking about like kind of trauma that's happened to you and how you're how you're addressing it and getting and you know moving through it and like. Working through it in the song, it, to me, I was like, "Wow!" I was kind of, I was kind of blown away by that. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's always so interesting and and fun when something a little darker and more serious is. It's like such an absolute bop. Yeah, like it's the song gets you pumped, and the then you listen to it, it's like, "Oh shit!" I, I still, in my heart of hearts, I still think I got a. I'm not flawless, but I got a diamond heart. Is a little corny, but I kind of. I mean, like you know, some some of Lady Gaga is kind of a little corny, but it's uh, you, you, you I move agree. Past it. Uh, all right, Johnny, let's listen to track two. Uh, this this is a track called Ao. This song definitely has like a Mark Ronson like vibe to mm-hmm. it as well. Like it's like very, it's a very obviously Mark Ronson produced song. Yeah, uh, but this song is a fucking party song too. Like it's it, it's we we got it's sexy. We got the sex. Yeah. it's just about it's a song about fucking Lady Gaga kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and also what it, it's like what it's like to be a celebrity 
It's from two perspectives. The perspective yeah. of being Lady Gaga and being a celebrity and the perspective of fucking Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just telling you how famous she is. Yeah. But it, I, I also, this was another one that I read that was kind of like a, an also kind of like a fuck the haters of like, you didn't mm-hmm. like art pop, like, fuck you. I don't care. Like, this is this is who I am and this is kind of what I'm going to do. Um, yeah. So it's like it's kind of like a fuck you and it's also kind of like a fuck me type of thing. So <laughs> I liked it. I think AO is fun. It's got a great energy to it. It, it really, this, so many songs on this album, you can't help but like get in a, get in a funky little dancey mood. And, and, and again, we have like, there's kind of like a lot of like country lyric, but yeah. not really like a country sound, which I was, I was into on this album. It's a country it's like, aesthetic, but it's not, it's like pop. It, it's got like a almost country like twang, yeah. but still pop, but still pop. Yeah, it's like it, it's riding the line way closer to the pop side than the country mm-hmm. side, but it's yeah, it's still like present there. It, it was very interested by that. Yeah. Um, okay, Johnny, let's listen to track three. This is a track called. Uh, this is the title track. This is a track called Joanne. If you That is a little bit of Joanne. I mean, not for nothing, but I mean, th- track three, we've got like Diamond Heart, which is kind of like a big energy track, AO, which is kind of like a dance C track. Mm-hmm. And then we go into Joanne, which is this kind of like stripped down, very like acoustic mm-hmm. ballad about her aunt and also kind of about her. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting place for this on the album, I think. It's like it's I, I don't hate it, but what she's doing with the energy of this album very purposefully is 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 strange to me. It's like interesting. Yeah, we're slamming on the brakes in mm-hmm. a big way here. Mm-hmm. Um this song, her voice sounds the most sort of like what it would sound like to talk to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the most I, I, and I think like in the other song, she has a great voice when she's singing and really going for it, but this is the most like uh, stripped down, I guess, her voice sounds on the album. Yeah. You know what this made me think of is it made me think, like, I think that Lady Gaga and Miley Cyrus both have, like, these very yeah. interesting voices for this kind of genre. And I, I just think that they they work so well in, like, the... They both have that voice that can really carry a stripped-down song. And mm-hmm. I, I think the vocal choices that she was making in this song, I mean, get, it was so... In, I, I really liked it. I really thought it was very interesting. I agree. This this song reminds me a lot of, and it's different because this is about her aunt, but it reminds me a lot of the, the Beatles song, Martha, My Dear. Hmm. You f- familiar? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with the song. But that, that song is about, when you listen to that song, it seems like it's about a person. 
uh-huh. but it's, it's just about Paul McCartney's dog. And this kind of, they, they feel very similar, even though this is about a person, but I feel like they could both be read a lot of, I, I don't know. They could both be read sort of similar ways. I, I also, I also think that there's something to the melody in this song that kind of lends itself like a Beatles song would be a good comparison because it kind of yeah. feels like there's like a, a lullaby or something. Yeah. Like it feels like a, some older stylistic choice being made The yeah, like a lullaby melody. I, I think that's a, probably a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, this is just like, it's it's an interesting choice for number three. It's the title track of the album, so we know it's important already. And it's it's this kind of like sweet song about her aunt. It's, it's yeah. I liked it. I liked this song a lot. Same. Um, okay, Johnny, uh, let's go to track four. This is a song called John Wayne. That's a little bit of John Wayne. I mean, I I mean, I got so much to say about John Wayne. I got so I could talk. I could talk all day about John Wayne. What a, what a wild song! This is hands down my favorite song on this album. This song not only makes me want to hoot, it makes me want to holler. I fucking love this song. Okay, so so here, I got a question for you about this song. Jim. Yeah. So we've been doing this for a while. We understand that uh, that artists, they like write songs and the songs go through different iterations. This to me feels like a song that was like written as a country song because that's mm. lyrically it's like a country. I could be wrong. I mean, this is a guess, but- it sounds nothing like a country song. It's got this like weird electronic dance pop track going on to it. And there's that, that what I know, I know it, it, I don't know, man. It's just like, but the lyrics lyrically, it's kind of like a straight up twangy country song. Yeah. But well, it's, it seems like she wrote a country song, brought it to Mark Ronson and said, and he said, let me put some of that Ronson stank on it. And then yeah, it's got Josh Hahn plays guitar on this song and he helped, he co-wrote it, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, so they, I mean, they're, they, this has got the, the hum and Ronson all over it. I also didn't put this together the whole time I listened to this album until I started like reading and researching that the way that she says Joanne and John Wayne are very similar. Mm. Like she's like John Wayne and it, or I, I didn't do it there. I just, just said John Wayne, but the way that she says it kind of makes John Wayne sound like Joanne. And I was like, oh, wow, that's so – and if you listen to it, you're like, oh, shit, that is very intentional. It is that's very interesting. intentional. And it's right after – it's right after Joanne. Um, which, yeah, man, I was like, oh, that's like a, another fun, cool, deep, deeper layer that is added there. Uh, yeah, man, this – this song fucking rules. It's like so, it was so weird. It's called John Wayne. I'm like, what is it doing here? It, it, but it, it works. Uh, one of the most interesting things is the the chorus. If you look at the lyrics, it's mostly nonsense, scatting. Yeah. But then the in the annotation, it's like in the Lady Gaga forums, they 
piece together what they think she's saying. <laughs> Which is very interesting. And like apparently the official lyrics are the the do dot d dots. Like yeah, that's what's yeah. in the book. Uh I do I, I love the line baby let's get high John Wayne. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm strung out on John Wayne. Yeah. So yeah. good. Johnny, did you watch this video? Oh yeah. This, this video's is, out of control. This is this is S tier Gaga video. This is one <laughs> of this is one of the better Gaga videos that I have seen in my lifetime. And it's exactly what I would expect from an artist who truly changed the music video game. Yeah, it's it, it it's like very classic Gaga. It reminded me a lot of the music video for Telephone, uh-huh. which I, I, I love. That. Yeah, it's a great video. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's going a mile a minute. It's unreal. I kind of don't want to talk about the other videos on this album because I feel like this is hands down the standout best video of the album. The, the fucking outfits are amazing. The camera work is amazing. The, the text tr- on the screen. The, is- the, yeah, the graphics are amazing. Some of the acting choices are hilarious, like legit funny. At the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, at the end, it's kind of like a movie. At the end of the video, when she shoots her boots like guns, I was like, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. We, I we love all the saw... car crashing. The car crashing in this video is so, it's, dude, it's so reckless. It's so chaotic. You're like, this car will crash. And then it does in just like sloppy, dangerous ways. And you see their bodies kind of jerking around. It's wild. Also, uh, almost sure she's jerking that dude off in the car in the video. She's, uh, oh. she's there's, there's some hand stuff going on in this it's, video. This, this video is insane. It's so sexual. Like it's, it's just like. No wonder he crashed. If you're <laughs> the listener, I can't describe this video because it's so wild. And also it cuts about every 1.5 seconds in this video. Like it's so fucking chaotic. But I mean, she's people getting jerked off, people crashing cars into trees. It's fucking wild. She's doing crazy, spooky monster dancing in front of a house. Everything about she's, it's. Gaga's on a motorcycle in a fucking insane outfit. Like it's it's unreal. This video is wild. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the the only thing I'll say about the other videos that's kind of interesting is there's it seems like there's a sort of Joanne cinematic universe to yeah. them. Yes. Yes. I, so I she's agree. Uh, she shows up. The video starts and this video starts and ends with her in the same outfit from another video, yeah. and that video sort of takes place after the other one. We'll talk about them, but the videos are in order of appearance on the album as well. So it's like, it, it that kind of helps, I feel like, with the cinematic uh, universe. It, at least it made sense to me watching them all in the order that they appeared on the album. I was like, oh, this makes sense. I think... I think Perfect Illusion comes first, then Million Reasons, and then this is the last one to me. If you're oh. watching the... Johnny, I watched them in reverse order. I was like, I went backwards uh, when I watched them from because I did my notes and then I watched them backwards mm. after that. I was like, oh my god, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is this is the last one, but in my opinion, it's the only one you need to watch. That's yeah, what I you, that's you, what I was saying. Uh, you absolutely only need to watch this this <laughs> one. It's it's unbelievable. It really is like the absolute classic Gaga going at fucking country light speed. And this is a need to watch. This is a stop listening to the podcast and watch this music video. I watched this maybe eight times. I was so fucking injured. You have to because it moves so fast. When when we were chatting a couple days ago, 
you you said this is this is for the listener benefit. You said, "Did you watch the videos?" And I said, "Oh, I totally forgot." And then you said, "There's only one we need to talk about. <laughs> you'll you'll know which one." <laughs> There's no way that you wouldn't know which one. Um, okay, well, Johnny, we got to move on. Uh, so let's talk about track five. This is Dancing in Circles. That is a song called Dancing in Circles. Uh, this is a collaboration with Beck. And she was like, she said that she was like starstruck to work with Beck here, which I was like, oh, that's wild for Lady Gaga to be starstruck. I didn't. Re- Fuck Beck. I don't give a shit about Beck. <laughs> I had no idea. I'm surprised. Isn't he um, a vegan? I know. Uh, this and is here an he extremely. Is extremely horny song isn't he uh something something that wouldn't want you to be too horny christian i don't know lady gaga's catholic this is a song about yeah being catholic that's like the horniest religion you can be it's uh, yeah i think it's pretty horny it's a pretty horny religion this is a song about being horny this song about hell masturbating that's what this song is about it's like a dance song about masturbating and very explicitly there's there's no subtext. It's it's text. There's a little bit of subtext. I even think like dancing in circles is a little bit of masturbation uh, sub- oh, subtext. For sure. I guess. But there I are, guess, you're right. There's also some explicit. Yeah. Yeah. I guess in the context of the rest of the song, dancing in circles is text to me. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the other thing I noted in this one, too, I mean, obviously, like I said, this is a collaboration with Beck, but the whole album is produced by Mark Ronson. There's a lot of, like, I feel like interesting, like, music going on in this album, like, interesting guitar stuff, especially, mm. but it's kind of, like, in the background. It's not, like, pressed f- forward and present. I feel like yeah. Lady Gaga is, re- like, her vocals are really present and pushed forward in this album. But I was, I was like, the more I listened to it, I was like, there's, like, a, just a ton of shit going on in this thing. It's like, um, you ever watch those videos where it's like, uh, uh, you know, whatever song in the other room at a party? No. Oh, there's a whole genre of video where it's like Mr. Brightside playing on, like in a stereo at the other room at a party. That's what, what the guitar, like what the music is like on this album. It's like, lady, you're in the room with Lady Gaga. Everyone else is in the next room over. There was some uh, other artist that had uh, had some of those videos on that we Lil Nas on. X. Lil Nas X, yes, did, that's right. And did I, that, that was, yeah. That was my first entry point into that. St- oh, I, genre I love that thing. genre. Um, well, well, that's Dancing in Circles, uh, and let's move right on, Johnny, to track six. This is Perfect Illusion. I will say, with Perfect Illusion, this is the one on the album that I was like, oh yeah, I heard. I've definitely heard this one. Mm. Means to pray. 
That is a little bit of perfect illusion. This one, I mean, this one I'd heard before, but I was like, man, this is just a fucking classic Gaga song. Like, it's just... I mean, I, I I don't think any other pop star could do this song. No, like, I no. just I just think it's like this one screams Gaga. This was actually I I started thinking about this because I was like, man, this would be so fucking interesting. I would love to hear an album of famous pop stars, like a collaboration album. Do it for fucking charity. I don't know. Famous pop so- stars covering each other's songs like in oh. their style. Because I was like, man, I don't even know what an other artist if if they had. Mark Ronson and they had the lyrics for Perfect Illusion. Like, I don't know what they would do with it because it, to me it just screams Gaga so much. But then I was like kind of lost in the sauce of thinking about that and being like, God, that would be so cool. I'd love to hear Ariana Grande's Perfect Illusion, you know? You know, you mentioned it earlier. I I bet Miley Cyrus could do this. I, I honestly, I think Miley Cyrus and Lady Gaga have a, a similar enough vocal range that I think that they probably could do each other's songs. But I can't think of another person that, mm-hmm. that would be able to. But j- just just because Gaga has such a such a unique style, I feel that it's just like when you hear it's, a song like this, you're like, "Yep, this is her." It's that theater kid energy. It, tr- it truly is. But also in this song too, like I was getting some like Linda Ronstadt, like Pat Benatar, mm, yeah. like vibes as well. Where I was like, "Oh yeah, that this has kind of that like older like '70s '80s rock vibe to it." Well, and even though no, we don't have to talk about the video much, but the way she's dressed in the video too, it's like uh, denim shorts and like a, a black t-shirt yeah, and like yeah. boots. It, it has that sort of like 70s kind of vibe. Yeah. She's also in this video. She's just whipping that microphone around. Like everyone yeah. had to stay about 40 feet back from Gaga <laughs> filming this thing because she is whipping that microphone around. This, ha- this video had more injuries than Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. And also, if you're prone to seizures, do not watch this video. Unreal that this doesn't come with a fucking epilepsy warning because this thing is, it's just flat. It's just like strobe lights and quick cuts. It's insane. I mean, honestly, probably don't watch the other video either, but it is maybe worth the risk. I did watch this one first and I was like, God, compared to, compared to fucking, uh, um, perfect illusion, like John Wayne is a walk in the park. Anyone could watch this. Uh, man, this, but this one's good. This is this, this song. It's so good. good. It's so good. Uh, I, I just, I also just love how she's belting it out in the outro. It's, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's amazing. Perfect illusion. Uh, there is the, there's the lyric. She somewhere she says, "I'm in the middle zone." Oh, stuck in the middle zone. What a, what a, yeah. what a truly strange phrasing. Yeah, it, it feels like a. It's like translated from another language. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what Mark Ronstadt's first language is, but that's definitely translated from. Hey, it. Um, his first music, his first language, music, music. Honestly, also though, like Mark Ronstadt may be a vampire because he kind of looks like he's twenty two, and I'm like, oh, this man is fully like in his mid forties. It's is he? I, there was a picture that he took with him and Gaga, and like, yeah, I think so. He's forty six. He he looked like the youngest person in the photo, and I was like, what is happening? Like, what is what? power what spell did they cast on him he's he's british that's why he talks weird (laughs) also perfect illusion we should say it's 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 also a metaphor for like um this whole kind of album is a little bit of a commentary on like our relationship with social media too yeah because it's 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 also about like presenting this perfect illusion in your in cyberspace you know and and not being that person in real life so that that's that's another place where this you know that commentary mm-hmm. is peeking in in this album. 
Um, let's talk about track seven, though, Johnny. This is a song called Million Reasons. That is a little bit of million reasons. Uh, this one was a collaboration with uh, Hillary Lindsay, um, who is a country music uh, singer, I believe, singer songwriter. Mm. Um, written a lot of country music songs, uh, and this is the first like real country music song on the album. I, I would say, yeah, yeah. The whole, I would agree. The, whole, the whole album has like country vibes to it, but this one is straight up kind of like a country pop, a pop country mm-hmm. song. Yeah, yeah. This, this is a nice. I think it's at a good spot in the album too. Yeah, it's just a I nice, mean, just a nice time. Honestly, I love her voice for the genre. It's I, mm-hmm. I, it's the same thing that I felt about um, that Miley Cyrus album uh, that we listened to. What's the name? Plastic of that Heart. Plastic Heart. It's just I love her voice for that genre. Like yep. Lady Gaga has a range, and she found a fucking sweet spot, and she worked with some people that really knew what they were doing as well, and it all comes together really, really nicely. In a million reasons. Yeah, I agree. And this is the kind of song that I normally would not care for. Yeah. But she just fucking sells it. I I, I don't know, man. So, something tells me that, like, I, this probably is not the case, but someone heard Million Reasons. Like, Bradley Cooper heard, heard Million Reasons and was like, a star is born. Like, you can do this movie, Lady Gaga. For sure you can do this movie. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Kind of like how um, uh, Christina Aguilera did... Uh, the Mulan? Yeah, Reflection yeah. as a yeah. little Mulan audition. And they say, okay. You know what, Johnny? I, I, I'm I'm calling it now. We're going to have to do a Star Wars Born soundtrack eventually on the podcast. And by the that's way, fine. that's main feed shit because that thing, that thing topped the charts. Not only did I fucking hate that movie so much, that song sucks. Hate the song. Hate the song. Just want to get one more look nope. at you. Hate Just it. Just want to get more, one more look at you. Hate everything about it. What about what about the other? How they look good in the jeans, <laughs> like the other like when she takes her like poppy turn in the in the in the movie. The, her her Lady Gaga pop songs. I was like, these are just Lady Gaga songs. What are we doing? I must have, I must have fallen asleep by then. That's why I'm trying to see Morbius. It's only an hour and forty four minutes. Still talking about Morbius. Uh, all right, Johnny. Let's. A million reasons is great. The video for this is is uh, you know her in the pink cowboy hat, iconic. Uh, and the video is just like her putting her makeup on and cutting to her with her like friends picking her up off the ground, and it's fine. It's a fine video. They're, well, they're picking her up after the events of uh, Perfect Illusion. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, that's canonically that's how it's how it's uh, set up. <laughs> Um, okay, Johnny, let's listen to it. Let's listen to track eight. This is a song called uh, Sinner's Prayer. Sinner's Prayer, by the way, feels like a December song title. Looks just like me. I think it might be. And she wants nothing more than a man who plays. Maybe she's in too deep. Her love for him ain't cheap. But it breaks just like a knockoff piece from Fulton Street. Man's got a gift. Forget what he wants. He says to what he drinks, gets on the brink and throws her off. I 
All right, that's a little bit of uh, Sinner's Prayer um, featuring, this is a collaboration with Father John Misty as well, uh, another person whose work I'm not super familiar with. Me neither, but I know people like him, yeah. and I, I don't, that's all I know. Um, all right, what do you think about Sinner's Prayer, Johnny? It's nice. Did you say something about the Decemberists? I said that the Sinner's Prayer is a song title that sounds like a December song. Stay, we, I think on the show we covered their song Sucker's Prayer. Sucker's Prayer, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what made my uh, mind think of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this, is, this is a nice song. I like the, the kind of saloon piano. Yeah. Um, and I, the, the guitar's a little like sneaky in there. I think it's funny too because this song we just listened to it uh, references. There's a lyric of referencing a knockoff piece from Fulton Street, which I think is a funny thing to reference in a country song because Fulton Street is literally a street in like Lower Manhattan where yep. like, people sell knockoff shit. So it's like that's in your country song. Like you can take the girl out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the girl type of thing. You know, huh, it is fun. <laughs> uh, here's the thing for me. I love Million Reasons. I thought Million Reasons was great. Sinner's Prayer is like the second like real country ass song mm-hmm. on the album. Putting them the the two countryest songs on the album like next to each other in my mind, I was like, I don't know if I would have done it that way. But also, we're getting there's four more songs on the album, uh, counting Sinner's Prayer. They're the four longest songs on the album. I feel like this is where the album. I'm sorry to say, I've been having a great time, a great time with this album. This is where it starts to lose me. This is where this is the the beginning of the end for old JPC's enjoyment of uh, of the album Joanne. The, the... This is where the tracks of the end and the train continues forward. Yeah, because I liked Million Reasons. I loved Million Reasons a lot. I think Sinner's Prayer maybe is just like not doing that much more than that Million Reasons wasn't doing for me. I don't know. I mean, but either way, it's just like it it was a fine song, but I was like, and it was long and I was like, okay, I'm I'm ready for it to be done. For, For the record, I do. I do like Sinner's Prayer. Johnny likes it. That's a, that's a bop from Johnny. Uh, well, Johnny, let's let's get into it. Let's talk about track nine. This is "Come to Mama." All right, that is a little bit of a come to mama. Johnny, thoughts on coming to mama? Once you get to a certain level of wealth and fame, it should be illegal for you to sing about any any cultural, uh, social issues. And if you do, you should be put in jail forever. Here's the thing about come to mama. (laughs) I wrote down in my notes, I was like, thank God. Thank Lady Gaga's Catholic God that I listened to Pink's My Vietnam because now I know how low the bar truly can go. Because it makes a song like Come to Mama be like, this is a fine song. But if I had never heard My Vietnam by Pink, which I wish I wish I was living in that timeline right now. 
you could miss me with Come to Mama because this is this song is the first song on the album. And I listened to this album a bunch of times where I was like, oh, this is just a bad song. This is a straight up bad song on this album. It's like, it's so. Again, when you're so fucking rich and famous and you don't exist in the real world, it's so easy to be so like Pollyanna-ish about the real world and be yeah. like, come on, like, you know, why can't we all just be friends? And it's just like, shut, shut the hell up, shut the hell up, get yeah. back in your, get back in your crazy car with 40 boom boxes strapped to the top and you're driving around crashing. You don't, you don't exist in, in this world. You don't hear, exist in this world. Did you hear that the, the, the woman who uh, wore that meat dress put out a song about why can't we all just come together? <laughs> yeah. The woman in the meat dress. That's the woman who put that song. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's always the people who benefit the most from systemic exploitation that are like, why can't we all just get along? It's like, well, I could tell you why, but you should read a fucking book and know why. And also, who does this, like, who is the person who's getting nine tracks into a Lady Gaga album and is like, yeah, why don't we all get along? This is an especially poor take, by the way, to come out right before Trump became president and... I mean, truly just like the fractured realities started existing in our politic, but it's just like, it's a miss. I mean, you can miss me with this song. I think someone should play this song for Ron DeSantis. <laughs> see, how, see, see how it hits him. Maybe, he, maybe he'll think twice about signing another bill into law. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. As much as I don't care for like the message of this song, I also just think like musically, it's kind of boring. Like the, these type of songs always tend to be the, the why can't we just like give peace a chance type of songs. They all tend to be kind of boring. It's it's I believe it's one of the long. Oh, it's the second longest song on the album. Yeah. It, it it's like someone took an Elton John song and made it bad. Yeah. And, and the also the chorus has come to mama. It's like, what? Like you what? What? What, you're going to make things better, Lady Gaga? Fuck off. I don't think so. And, and guess what? We're, six years later, she didn't. Everything's no. still real bad and come to mama didn't fix it. So what, do we, what do we think? If anything, it made it worse. <laughs> Look, I'm being intentionally hard on come to mama, but it's 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 truly a miss for me. This is a skip. Yeah. This is my it's, first skip of the album. It's not good. It's it, Also, the only, pris- the only prisons that exist what the fuck does she say? The only prisons that we that exist are the ones that we build. <sighs> yes. What? The only hamburgers we eat are the ones that we make. What the fuck are you talking about? She says it twice in this song too. Like she's so fucking proud of how. Like, whoa, <laughs> damn! You really got him with the we build the prisons line. <laughs> ah! Yeah, it's too much, too much for me in this one. Uh, so let's talk about Johnny. Let's talk about track ten. This is a song called "Hey Girl." That is a little bit of "Hey Girl." Um, this is I mean, the, the only duet on the song on the album. Uh, this is the only one where someone else is singing. But this is uh, Florence Welch from Florence and the Machine. 
I was, uh, the first time I heard this, really tickled to hear her. Yeah. I, I was never like a big Florence and the Machine fan, but so, uh, like Dog Days or whatever that song yeah, is called yeah. was such a fixture when that yeah. song came out that I just heard her voice constantly and it was nice to hear it again. I think she has like a very, very nice, interesting, unique voice. Lady Gaga said that she had like the best voice in music. She was like, Florence Welch has the best voice in music and that's why I wanted to collaborate with her here. And I was like, listening to this song, I'm like, I got to agree. She's got a fantastic voice. I was never like really big into Florence and the Machine, but yeah. maybe I got it. Maybe I got to go uh, dig dig into some Florence and the Machine and really get into it. I think that would be fun because I never listened to it either. But that's yeah. and that song is also so of of its time. It's just yeah, very very much an iconic song of its time. Okay, well you know Florence the Machine, you're on you're on Bill Bud's lookout. You're on uh, deck. Watch, you're on deck. We're gonna add you to our spreadsheet because it might have to be some Florence the Machine time coming up soon. Here's the thing. This is not the song that I should have an opinion on because this is like this is just like a nice duet about like women working together and not like stepping on each other's fucking necks to get ahead. And that's what the well, song the, is about. The, and that's great. But the men like you can step on their necks. And I think that's why we're all here. <laughs> Look, I, I, I the message of Hey Girl Fine, I really like the sound of their voices. I think that this is like a, I just didn't care for – I didn't care for like the production on this or like the melody of it. Like I would have loved to see them collaborate in some other way, but mm. the however this is like arranged and came together, I don't know, man. It just like it it sounded like it was being produced on a spaceship. I was like this is th- their voices are so fucking great and we've got all these like sounds going on. I'm like what's going on? That is so funny cuz I I literally wrote I like the spooky spacey sounds. It, it it wasn't working for me on this track because I I was I really wanted to hear what this song was and it just it felt confused to me. It felt that's, like a it felt like a miss. That's fair. I the things that I liked I do like the spooky spacey sounds. I like that it feels like they're having a conversation with each other because they are I like, like trading too. lines back and yes, forth, which I think is fun. really fun. It's very duet that you just it, don't see a lot of duets like that anymore. Except for like the Lady Gaga's next eight albums with Tony Bennett. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, Lady Gaga loves her. Di- she, honestly, though, she's trying to get as much Bennett time in as she can because I know it's not going to be here for us. It's borrowed time. It's borrowed time. Um, I the one thing that stuck out to me so much in this song and always has is um the the line oh oh shit I'm on I'm still on the Come to Mama lyrics. Why? Get the fuck off of those goddamn lyrics. You've got to get rid of those lyrics. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. We don't need to keep on one and up another. One and there's, up another. There's got to be a better way to say that. Mark I'm Ronson, so- please. And Mark Ronson and, and Florence Walsh, both British. That's fine. This is an American song. We need a better way to word this. I, I guarantee Lady Gaga came up with that. And Florence Walsh and <laughs> Mark Ronson looked at each other and like, is that something that people say? And they're like, we don't know. We're British. We wouldn't know what they say where she's from. And so they all they had to keep it in. Well, that, and that's why Oh, so Lady Gaga was like, what do you think of this line? And they're like, oh, cool. Why don't you sing it? And she's like, <laughs> okay, I will. Uh, the other thing is like, uh, Come to Mama and Hey Girl, 9 and 10 on the album, both pretty long and they both end in fade outs. Get rid of these mm. fade outs. What are we doing with these fade outs? Get first of all, take take come to mama, put it on the spaceship that they're in when they're singing Hey Girl, <laughs> and leave it behind before they come back to Earth. All right, Johnny, let's listen to one more a track. Uh, maybe we'll talk about mm. a little bonus track as well. But let's let's right now listen to a track. Uh, this is track eleven. This is Angel Down.
Alright, well that that is a little bit of Angel Down. Um hmm. I mean, you don't need Angel Down and Come to Mama on the same album, right? No. Like they, they're, they're kind of we're working we're working at cross purposes here. We're we're or 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 too similar of purposes, I should say. I think this does a better job because it's at least not so it doesn't make it doesn't make me want to die. It, it, this one, this one is at least sad and like kind of like mournful. Like mm. you know, because "Come to Mama" is like it kind of feels like I'll fix it, and like this song is like, where are our leaders? You know, it's it, it feels at least like at, at least a better energy than "Come to Mama." Um, but man, I gotta say, this one is a straight up fucking pass for me as well. Every time this came on in the album, and by the way, I listened to the deluxe version where they like three songs later they play another version of this i was like dude i did not need to hear another i did not need to hear angel down twice in the same 15 minute chunk i just didn't i i i do think it is better than come to mama yeah 100 it's a good a shit sandwich is better than come to mama well the only shit sandwiches are the ones that we make why did i make Uh, that shit sandwich what a mistake i had the bread the bread was going bad i had the bread I think this is a good ending. If yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna put it somewhere, you can put it at the end. Sure. I will say I love the way she says it's chaos. Yeah. She has a lot of power in her voice when she says that, and I I think it sounds great. I think she sounds great. There's not. I mean, she sounds great. I'll come to Mama yeah. too. It's just like I, Lady Gaga. I, I'm floored by her vocal abilities. Mm-hmm. She's she sounds fantastic. I just didn't care for this song, and, and I guess I also read that it was like inspired by the murder of Trayvon Martin as well, <laughs> which is like, I don't know. I mean, I, I look Lady Gaga. She's like a, a big Catholic, father, son, and uh, House of Gucci. She's, I think she's kind of like a big lib as well. Like she sang at like, or she was at, at Biden's inauguration, or she sang at Biden's yeah, inauguration. Sure. I don't remember, but it's like, like I, I think maybe her heart's in the right place, but but not really. Like I just. I, I don't know. It, well, that I mean, that's the thing. I, I I think her heart is in the right place, but she's not existing in the same reality as everyone <laughs> yeah. else. So she doesn't. You just you yeah. just can't. You just, I just can't. I I didn't get it. It just I, I kind of just wanted to hear some Lady Gaga songs. You know, it's like I just give me Poker Face or something. I know I'm that she's allowed to do whatever she wants to do with these albums. But the the, the last four songs on this album, they they really did. It it's it started to slip away from me. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. that's fair. I th- I think if uh, and, and if also Johnny, Mama, maybe if I had heard it when it came out, I would feel differently. But I I I, I have six years of psychic damage that I can't undo, and it now hearing it, it just it, it wasn't it wasn't working for me. Yeah, I think I think you're. I think at best, Angel Down is cringe. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's like the the most generous yeah, read. I I would agree. Well, I mean, that aside, Johnny, quite a journey for me with this album, because like I said, I'd never heard it before. I love Lady Gaga listening to it. I had a great time in the first half of this album, a less great time in the back half of this album. But I got to say, I would still recommend this album to people, especially if like you're 
a Lady Gaga fan, like a Fairweather fan like me, who really loved her first two albums and then uh, Shallow uh, or The Shallows. I can't remember what it's called. I'm just I'm doing this to annoy Johnny at this well, point. Well, hey, we'll figure out what the fuck it's called when we do it on this show. In the shallow, shallow. Oh, God. Bradley that song Cooper. must be nine and a half minutes. That song's longer <laughs> than the feature film Morbius. Oh my God, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, but if you're like me and you you missed out on some of uh, Gaga's middle stuff, um, you know, in, in her career, I, go back and give it a listen because I think that Joanne has a lot to offer here and some truly fantastic stuff like the video for John Wayne. Mm-hmm. Go watch that fucking video. So I, I gotta say, I recommend it. Will it go on my top 100? Ah, come on, it can't. But is there room for Lady Gaga on that top 100? There's a lot of room for Lady Gaga on that top 100. And we're saving some spots pretty up high for her and low in numeric value high and sentimental meaning value uh but but yeah but joanne's not going up there johnny what are your thoughts this is tough for me yeah for sure because this is the lady gaga album that i've listened to the most oh interesting and to me and it's been a long time since i've listened to her earlier stuff okay to me she is an artist that has a ton of good songs. A ton of incredible songs. Oh, 100%. But they're spread out over a lot of albums, and a lot of the albums leave a lot to be desired. At least last time I revisited them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to make a comment like that, but but especially with this album, it's like it's got it's got some ups and downs, some highs and lows on it. But for, for me, this was always pound for pound, the one that I think has the highest hit rate because I, 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 a lot of the other ones have maybe, maybe not lows as low as this, Mm -hmm. but more lows than this. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, Johnny. And here's, here's where I'm fucked up. If I didn't absolutely obliterate the back end of my top 100, this would 100%. (laughs) be up there but i don't think that there's anywhere to put it i mean it can't i know it's not 100 i i know there's something at 100 i know there's something at 99 98 97 96 is there can i put it at like 92 probably not it's it's such dangerous territory for you johnny i can't give you any of this information i can allow you do you want to put it at 92 can i do you want to you gotta say it you gotta say i put it at 92 i'll put it at 92 johnny Number 92 on your top 100 is Lady Gaga's Joanne. Congratulations. Oh, God. Narrowly, narrowly, narrowly slipped in one above Ashley Simpson. So for everyone who's angry <laughs> at Johnny putting Ashley Simpson on his top 100, Lady Gaga's Joanne is now 92. I think this album has – the highs are in the fucking stratosphere. They're so good. You're entitled to your own opinion, Johnny. I, I'm I'm glad that Lady Gaga is going on your top 100. That's all I can say. I, I just got to be glad that she's making the cut. And I'm not I'm not ruling out other albums. I'm just saying I haven't gone back to revisit them, and this is the one that I do revisit regularly. So sure, Johnny. Here's what I got to tell you because I just I, I found this on on Spotify and I thought it was so funny. And, and now knowing how you feel about um, Lady Gaga's uh, uh, breakout role in um, just a fantastic film. I have to ask you this question. Bad Romance has 710 million plays on uh, on Spotify. Do you think it has more or less plays than Shallow? Shallow has to have more. 
Shallow is probably close to a billion. Shallow is beating Bad Romance by one billion plays. Shallow Shallow has 1.7 billion plays on Spotify. Oh my God. (laughs) Always remember us this way. Another song from the Stars Born soundtrack that I don't even fucking remember has about 40 million more plays than Bad Romance on Spotify. So that's... You might be on the wrong side of history, my man. And we hold might on, have to on. put we might have to put a Star is Born soundtrack at number one <sighs> on all of our top one hundred playlists. When when did a Star is Born come out? Okay, twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Uh, yeah. Was, I was gonna was say after if, this. If if a Star is Born came out before this, that would explain a lot about no. But it didn't. No, it didn't. It didn't. This was her audition for A Star is Born, and she got it, and she nailed it, and she became the biggest star. <sighs> Father, son, has a Gucci. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, enough of this. Enough of us. Enough of the Bill Buds. Uh, but congratulations, Lady Gaga, for joining the ranks of Ashley Simpson and Christina Aguilera and Santa Gold and all the other greats. Uh, you did it. You really did it. And, you know, Johnny, is there anything else that you got for people? No. Every time I add a... a an album, no matter how much I like it, I just feel bad. Yeah. It's I've just I've just fucked myself so so bad. It is the exact same sensation as me, a 33-year-old man eating Taco Bell. I know what I did to myself. I fucked myself. But will I do it again? Of course. I'll do it a hundred more times at least, right? Dancing in circles feels good to be lonely. <laughs> Johnny, uh, the one thing that I would love to shout out is please, um, if you're listening to this and you're a fan of the show and you uh, would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash billbudspod and give us a dollar a month. You get an extra a couple episodes a month and we are getting dangerously close to eating oh, those no. Garth Bowls, Johnny. And I would love nothing more. If the weather's turning, we're getting to spring. I would love nothing more than to enjoy a springtime Garth Bowl on a live stream with you. You. We we are very close. So uh, patreon.com slash billbudspot if you want to throw the show a buck, we would really appreciate it. And then you get to watch Johnny and I eat one of the most, I don't know, disgusting food things ever uh, known to man. And I, I, I'm not excited about eating it, but I'm definitely excited about eating it with my friend Johnny. Yeah, I'm not excited about eating it. I'm excited about you eating it. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we tip our hats to you, our iconic pink ha- cowboy hats to you, <laughs> and we wish you a fond Farewell. Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We got the bill bucks. Getting stupid and feeling proud. Jake, we go sing. Make a lot of noise. Turn the music loud. Johnny Lamar. Hands up for them real ones. Them good girls and them bill bucks. Hands up.